people of this universe and every other universe, you have tuned in to the podcast of the Catholic Priests of Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, this is the uh, this is the Pastors of Pain show uh, here on PDFM. It goes, uh, you know, it goes live. Well, not really live. It goes on the air every Sunday right after Mass. And then, and then it also, it also, or before mass, or, or oh, Jay, Jay says, Jason tells me, correcting me, he's like nine thirty. It's before mass. Jay knows what time mass is. Uh, so, and and then it goes on Catholic radio every Wednesday at three at three thirty, right after the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, for the sake of His sorrowful passion, and then us. So uh, this is uh, this is this uh, pastors of pain show. We've been doing this. I don't know, Father O'Brien, how many years have we been doing this? I'm not Father O'Brien. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, okay. So everybody, uh, this uh, this summer, we have uh, we're inundated. We're inundated with men studying to be priests. They just keep showing up in droves into the into the rectory. Uh, so uh, we got. I think we're gonna have three here this summer, Robert. Yep. Uh, and so uh, in the, in the studio today, uh, Father Father O'Brien O'Brien is not here. So we got uh, this. I <laughs> We've got a priestly wannabe. I, I wanted to introduce him as Father Robert Williams, but dude, you still got uh, <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, and also, we have secret guests, secret guests in the show uh, that we're not going to tell Father Brian O'Brien about because he would probably show up from Kansas City at his conference and give him the throwout. Right, girls? Right. <laughs> okay, so today, um, today we're we're uh, we have this sort of like idea. We're crammed into this radio station here. There's four of us around two microphones, and Jay's kind of like just rolling his eyes at us. <laughs> Anywho, so what, what the, the goal today? The goal today is to talk about something really, re- I, I think, vital to our culture today so necessary in our culture that I don't think we could actually live without it. I don't think we could live without it. And COVID, the, the idea of uh, look, social distancing, which uh, I didn't like the phrase social distancing from the beginning because you don't get that, you don't get the socialization that human beings need. Yeah, like, yeah, stay away from me and don't cough on me and don't cough in your hand and then wipe it on my hand. But like, why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Jay, uh, maybe I can't. Uh, Jay told me one time I can only sing a certain amount before he gets copyrighted and we all get fired. Uh, so, uh, Robert, uh, like, why, why do you think friendship is so important? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is we're made in God's image and likeness, and he is persons. He's three persons in one in perfect relationship, or you could say friendship with himself and the other persons of, of the Trinity. So if we're made in his image and likeness, then naturally as persons made in the image and likeness of the person of persons of God, then friendship is going to be essential, uh, an identity defining fact of man. Okay. But what, what if you're not a Christian or a Judeo Christian world? You don't live in that. Like what? Tell the good people of God who, who maybe just like not even religious, like why friendship on, on the natural level? Well, I mean, regardless of whether you believe in God or not, I think it still is going to be this case that you have to live by his rules, sort of. Like, if if God made the world, 
even if you didn't believe in him, then you still are going to be living in the world. And so naturally, even on a human level, um, because we are made in time and space and made by God in this in this world, we are going to need and crave and hunger for incarnate, real friendships and relationships because that's what we're made for. We're made for meaningful, deep relationship. I, I would uh, see this is where I push back at you. I actually literally did push him because he's like a half a foot away from. Good thing his chairs have wheels. I know. I, I would even say like at the sub you know sub molecular level, like your DNA comes in pairs. Like from the very like down to these chromosomes and everything, everything works in pairs. Yeah. Like they like you know you could say in the scriptures they say don't go out alone. Like right. Jesus doesn't send anybody out as loners, but he sends about his pairs. Even the Ark of the Covenant, that's, the Ark, Ark of Mo, uh, Noah. That's true. I mean, even on a metaphysical level, like you learn in metaphysics, yeah. we learn in metaphysics a principle fundamental of any being is that it isn't everything else that it isn't. So it, it sounds kind of repetitive, but it's true that if there is a being, it's not all that it isn't. So it is inherently in relationship to everything that it's not. So as soon as something exists, it necessarily is communicating itself to everything it isn't. So any individual thing, any individual being that is, naturally communicates itself as true or good to other being. So I think even on a metaphysical level, any human person is metaphysically determined towards relationship. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> see, see, like seminary's working. It's sticking. You know, there's a couple things I'm learning. Yeah, like they, most people, they, when they start off with the scriptures, you know, you, or the you know, God quote God, they, I think people in our culture just write them off. But it, there's, there's this necessary, this necessary connection with the other to have the you know air quote friendship with the other because. <laughs> They're drawn to it like, like metal fillings to a magnet. You know, these opposites attract. Uh, you know, even in, the, in, even in the stars, like, you know, our galaxy is, what, 3.5 billion years old. And how do things get together? Well, they join. They can join together. And there's a, necessary of, uh, a necessity for this. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100%. No comment. No comment. Well, okay. So the reason why I uh, I, I brought these two gumshoes, uh, gumshoe. I think that's from. I just pulled that out of Carmen San Diego somewhere. Well, I brought these two gumshoes along. You're aging yourself. Dating. I'm dating myself. I am celibate. I am celibate. I do take myself out for dinner occasionally. Carmen San Diego. Yes. So anyway, the reason why we brought these two gumshoes along over here is they are friends. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get... I actually don't think I've ever seen them alone, like separate. I've only seen them hanging out together. That's how good of friends they are. They're always yes. hanging out. They're watching sunsets in As the parking if. lot. They just like get come by every time alone? together. They're yoked. They are yoked. And they're always like knocking on the rectory door. Uh, like, get out. Like, no. like, poor, like poor people like, can we, can we hang out with you all? Or they're playing tennis in the parking lot of St. Francis Xavier or they're watching the sunset. Something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. So that Gretchen and uh, Alicia, I, I'm having trouble saying your name because I don't call you Alicia. So... Tell me how the two of y'all became friends. Because you all are like really good friends and you're very different. <laughs> so tell us how y'all became friends. 
So I started college in the fall of 2018. College where? At Oklahoma State University. Oh, what? Go, Go folks. Okay. Um, you started college when? What year? 2018. And when did you graduate? 2021. And what are you now? I'm a master's student. And how old are you? 20 years old. Booyah! <laughs> okay, I just want to throw that in there. So okay, hit it, Gretchen. When I started college in the fall of 2018, I didn't have a big friend group until the end of freshman year. Um, they were they lived on the same floor as me in my dorm, and they were involved at St. John's. So the transition was super easy to get involved at St. John's. Um, I was blessed to go on a mission trip to Peru, which Whoa, helped me. Whoa, really? Dive. Was it the same mission trip with me? Come on, love it. I think it was. Weren't we on the same, we were on the same mission trip? It helped me dive into the community <laughs> and develop a relationship with Father Carey. That trip was a big push into my faith and encouraged me to get confirmed in 2019, which prior to that trip, I had never been to adoration before. You've so. never been to Eucharistic adoration ever. Yeah. Wait, did you grow up Catholic? Yes. You, you grew up Catholic? Yes. Wow. Ask her, I, ask her where she grew up Catholic. Where did you grow up Catholic? In Chicago. Chicago. I, what, what kind of cat? Like what kind of like like English speaking parish, Polish parish? Tell us. We bounced around. Oh, okay, we'll continue. Continue. That trip was a big push and encouraged me to dive deeper. I clearly remember praying about friends and wanting to have a support system in Stillwater, but that didn't come until the evening of my sophomore year. I was walking into St. John's from the library. And heard my name being screamed. Screamed? By who? By who? Father Carey's lungs. Me, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. And uh, then did you say out of Father Carey's love or out of his lungs? Lo- lungs. Lungs. The difference is, is subtle, but it is there. Yeah, significant. Significant. Subtle but, subtle but significant. Go ahead, Gretchen. Keep, keep, re- about? keep reading about reading from your notes over there, your script. Go ahead. Stop. We love it. We love this. <laughs> then he introduced me to Alicia. Ooh. What? And I, really? Yeah, that's Alicia. not what happened. Who's Alicia? Where's she from? She's Where's, a. Where from? She's from Maryland. Oh, really? She speaks in the third person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay, Elise. This is so. This is what I love about the friendship with these girls. Uh, I almost called you Reverend Robert. Uh, <laughs> is like they're they're just a joy to be around, and they're totally different. Like, you know, Gretchen. Gretchen doesn't get in front of any place to speak without a script in her hand. And it's brilliant. That's why she's a grad student. She plays to her strength. Uh-huh. She plays she plays her strength. Like, okay. So Alicia hit it. Tell us how you became friends. Uh well I started college fall of twenty nineteen and I wanted to get confirmed. So I went to St. Francis where I- what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you were cheating on us. Yes, I was. Went, before went, I even knew you. You went to St. Francis Xavier to receive the sacrament of confirmation. Yes, I did, where I met Father O'Brien. Ooh, boo. <laughs> no one likes him. And he sent me to St. John. Yes, everybody loves him. Where I walked into Father Carey's office and that's when he introduced me to Gretchen. And then that's who I chose to actually be my godmother and where our friendship what? began, I feel like. I feel like, yeah. And we started to read the Imitation of Christ. What? Really? Yes. And you oh, gave it to us. I do. Do you not remember that? Oh, if y'all have, ne- if y'all have never read the Imitation of Christ, I, I highly encourage. Gretchen, Gretchen is giving a, Gretch, giving a nod of affirmation, right? Okay. Yes. It's so, a very good book. So you you all, like, Gretchen got confirmed in 2019, and then Alicia, la- last year, 
And what made you choose her as your godmother? Alicia, hit it. Tell us why. Tell us why. Because she taught me. You got, you got to speak in the mic. <laughs> these, are, these, these kids are newbies to the old radio show. Okay. Well, she's actually the one that taught me, like, there's different ways to praying. Mm. Well, go I, on, please. Tell us more. Okay, so according to Matthew 6, according to Matthew 6, 7, when you pray, do not go on babbling endlessly as the pagans do. Whoa. So <laughs> Gretchen and, just retweeted that. She's like, retweet. <laughs> okay. So how did that help you? Uh, I guess, like, because, like, everyone, like, they have different, like, everyone prays different. Like, I, like, pray, like, when I'm on a walk. Like, some people sit in the chapel for, like, a couple hours praying. And, like, she taught me, like, that was fine and it's normal to do that because everyone has, like, different intentions. Whoa. Okay. Okay, so then that your friendship started there. Then where did it, like, how did it get to... You know, Robert walking in the front door of the rectory and saying, there there are two girls playing tennis in the parking lot of the church. And they watch the sunset there every night. And I was like, like how, how, did, how did it get to that? Come on, lay it out to us, Gretchen. So I would go to St. John's in the morning of my sophomore year um, and pray when no one else was there. And I would make coffee. Ooh, and yeah. Father Kerry would walk in and be like, who is in here making coffee with the lights on? And that was me. <laughs> um, he showed me Matthew 6, 6, which starts off with, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Oh, I showed you that? Yes. What? Really? And that was I don't remember. Because I was very caught up in a busy day and like had to slow down and learn how to pray throughout my day because I didn't have structured time to sit in the chapel for an hour. Um, and while learning how to pray myself from deepening my faith my freshman year, it was very challenging to teach somebody how to pray. And so there was a big learning curve on like harvesting my own faith and helping Alicia as much as I could. So the week... The weekend prior to spring break in 2020, Alicia and I went to Texas to visit my family who had moved there um, in October of 2020. Oh, that's right. Your mom and dad like made the pilgrimage and said, we're getting out of Chicago. Yes. Mm. Boo. We hate We hate the Cubs. We're moving to Texas. No, we love the Rangers. We love the Cubs. <laughs> we structured a trip um, sort of as a confirmation retreat prior to that Easter, which ended up being canceled due to COVID. And it strengthened our bond and friendship throughout that weekend. And then a week later, everything was shut down. Whoa. So, Whoa, okay. so when Alicia was being confirmed, we continued to grow our faith together through quarantine, calling each other, FaceTiming each other, and like reading the Bible and books that we both have from Father Carey because he hands everybody free books mm -hmm. at St. John's. <laughs> so even today, as Robert had mentioned prior, um, every <laughs> night we watch the sunset and play games like tennis and football and just recap our days and talk about how our prayer life is going and more. 
<laughs> cute flip page. A flip page. <laughs> um, it helps us because we push each other to be good citizens and friends to anybody we encounter, no matter how frustrating they are. Father Gary recording the podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. Yes. Why did you say frustrating and then you turned quickly and snapped <laughs> your head over in my general direction? Because we practice and you're interrupting. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Robert kicked us off the sidewalk this morning. <laughs> so not the sidewalk bad. where? At St. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said, they were sitting there after uh, mass and, and adoration, and they were like sitting on the sidewalk practicing. I said, hey, sidewalks aren't for sitting, are they? They're for walking. He put a lot of pressure on us. We had 12 hours to prepare for this. Uh, I know. I, I didn't want you to have to think about it too much because we only, I mean, it's the we shortest podcast it. in Payne County history. It's only 29 and a third minutes. So by keeping each other <laughs> she accountable. She got right back on it. She like lifted her eyes. Eyes off the page to scowl at me and then went right back. So by keeping each other accountable, we grow in our faith together and strive towards sanctity. Mm. Okay, Alicia, what you want to add to anything to that? So during the Bible, like our like daily during the daily readings we do on the Bible over COVID, she showed me the prodigal son, which like is one of the reasons I chose her to be my confirmation sponsor was because no matter like how many times I fall, she'll like always be she'll always be there to guide me back and with open arms. And that's when I got confirmed July twenty twenty. That's awesome. I, I would be curious to hear from your guys' perspective the difference between your guys' friendship and maybe previous friendships you had. Like other friendships, even especially like before you came to faith and like what did you notice were big differences between like your experience of being friends now and maybe people you were friends with in high school or like your first like year of college so in high school I knew I was Catholic but didn't understand anything and didn't I would always ask my mom are we Christian or are we Catholic (laughs) (laughs) not knowing the difference (laughs) and she kind of guided me into you be friends with everybody because you never know what they're going through at home. And I couldn't talk to my friends about faith and I was lost and everything during my senior year of high school. And that pushed me to come to OSU. And I was like, I need to get out and move, do my own thing. So when I came to OSU, I was searching and I found friends, but my friends that I'm roommates with today, they're amazing and they're the same age, but they had a very structured faith already where I was starting from square one. And meeting Alicia and bringing her into the faith, it only pushed me more because it was like almost of a little sister kind of person of if I did something bad, it almost gives her permission to do it, which guiding together and walking through the faith and learning together I feel like I have to sound super smart, but majority of the time I learn it five minutes before she comes yeah. in to the chapel. As every good teacher, they're like, I, I, I just, learned just, learned just learned this. Yeah. I just learned this. So, But it's when I read a good book or read a good quote in a book or passages, I'm always reading in the chapel because that's how I find connections the best. And I'll show her and she just gets absolutely like blown away and that transformation and that clicking in her brain it just makes it so much more exciting and we want to continue talking about it 
Whoa, that's really beautiful. Because you're wait wait you're studying ag finance, Gretchen. Agribusiness. Agribusiness, and Alicia, you're studying psychology with a minor in social justice. Okay. Whoa. Oh, oh, those are different. And you all are very fashionably different, too. Thank you. For sure. <laughs> I take pride in that. Yes. Gretchen is um, shops. And Alicia, I, I'm i not sure you shop with the same ferociousness that Gretchen does. No, not at all. I'm particular. <laughs> very particular. Yeah. You stayed in the same home in Chicago for almost all your life, and you were a military brat who bounced around. Yes, yes or no? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so this is like this is the beauty of friendship that you know when we were when we were talking about this, we actually came up with this idea in Brahms yesterday. Uh, Brahms on Sixth Street. We were just talking about like Robert and I were talking about like what we we're going to talk about in the podcast today, and we actually wanted to get to how like, the natural life of friends with God. Like some people, this is their idea of like God and a friendship with God is oh. I'm friends with God on Sunday or at church or during my time of prayer. Well, what, what we just what y'all just talked about is like is how you incorporate your friendship with each other throughout the the length of the day, throughout the whole day. That you read something or you read something and you want to share it with each other, and you, and it's not like oh you know I think about this friend only when I'm with them. No, I think about this friend. A lot. Like, I run into something really great or beautiful, and I want to share it with them. Right? Would you agree or disagree? I agree. I was actually watching an Ascension Presents YouTube video the other day, and Father Mike Schmidt said, why ask God to be with you in a church rather than saying, God, come do something with me, Hmm. and come feed the dogs with me, or come to the grocery store with me? And that's something, (coughs) because I have a hard time being... I'm very structured, but I have a hard time following that structure when I have things to do. And so I know if I have to get certain things like going grocery shopping or doing laundry, I don't have an hour to sit in the chapel. So I invite God to come with me and to do those things, and I pray throughout them, which helps Alicia because she's very busy as well in her own way. And we find that time like watching the sunset, and that's when we recap the day. But throughout the day, we're continuously praying and continuously thinking walking to class being like oh wow that bird is gorgeous you know walking or like wow look at the tree the flowers flowers. Alicia is a big flower person so flowers or I'm like wow that's a beautiful outfit that that person's wearing (laughs) (laughs) and it just is yeah the shoes peep the shoe (laughs) that's the stuff that I find enjoyment rather than sitting in one place because I can't not move for. <laughs> but you're, 10 so you're. But, but what what you're saying is it's both and that you have this life of prayer where you go spend time. Like I see your car now that St. John is closed down and they're demoing it. I know sad day teardrops building scenes. Um, and we haven't really got everything running over at Old St. Francis for student mass. You, y- y'all go over to St. Francis Xavier and your car's parked out front. Um, and so you have this time of prayer of spending it with Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. And then you let that sort of like um, resonate in your life and what you do throughout the rest of the day. 
Uh, you're nodding your head, but you have yes. to say yes. Because the good people of God and other galaxies do not know what's going on in the studio right now. <laughs> Alicia, uh, okay, uh, elaborate on what Gretchen said. That, that this, this is what the, the life of not only friendship with human beings is, um, at, as Robert said, you know, metaphysically, like way down there deep, boom. Also, just that's the life of God, too. That's your friendship with God. Yes. I would say, like, when I was when I was growing up, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I knew I was Catholic because, like, I was born, like, cradle Catholic, but I wouldn't practice until, like, I knew in high school I wanted to get confirmed. And coming to, I was choosing actually between two colleges, George Mason University, which in Virginia, to study forensics. Whoa. And then OSU for like psychology. And the main reason I chose OSU is because I, <laughs> I, oh it was yeah. Gretchen? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I knew Gretchen before, guys, actually. <laughs> was because I saw St. Francis' church. <laughs> Head shakes of sadness. Shout out, Father O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, we love you. <laughs> Go ahead. So and you Father saw St. Francis Xavier and what? Be- beauty attracts. I, this is that why we're is building so a new church. True. Beauty attracts. And I was deciding like, ooh, do I want to go towards where my dad lives or like go somewhere where no one is and like learn my own path, like build it and like be able to like be my own person and grow into the person I am today. And I said, okay, OSU looks like I'm going there. And then the, so I have my friend, one of my friends like, I grew up, like, uh, with a bunch of Mormons. Whoa. Okay. So, like, my best friends, all my best friends, Mormon. And so, like, I would go with them to church because I was, like, interested. But, like, I knew I was Catholic. I knew I was Catholic. And everything about that. So, when I came here, I started going with my friend to the Mormon church down here. It's, like, St. Lauderdale. Saint, I forgot. I forgot what it's called. Saint what? Saint Lauderdale? <laughs> did you just? Did you just like? We did. I mind did, blank. Did you say Saint Lauderdale because I think that's S. Day Lauder, and somebody lauded it, Tara Lauderdale, and then you sort of like. S. Hybrid- Day Lauder's a cosmetic brand. Okay, whatever. Uh, I, I had a mind I blank. Know. Okay, well, so then that's what drove me actually to go to Saint Francis to get my confirmation, leading me to meet Gretchen, and just think if I didn't go to. St. Francis, I would have never met Grant Gretchen. Fabulous. Well, I, um, I followed the metaphysical line of thinking that Robert laid out for us, but the the Gretchen Gretchen did as if I I got it, Alicia. I got it. I'm glad that we have been around each other for the last what three years now, two and a half. Seems two. like ten. Maybe <laughs> you invited us on this podcast. You did. I I I said. You know, you know what, you girls, it would be cool if you girls were on there. And then they started screaming, we're going to be famous. <laughs> and then I could not, I felt like, you know, since Father's Day was Sunday, that on We Tuesday, bought you flowers. I know, you bought me flowers. And made French toast. And made French toast for 50 students in the rectory. Exactly. And I, I, I can't tell them no now because they would just start crying. It was your like, idea. Like, you're the worst dad in history. <laughs> Okay, so fruits of the Holy Spirit. Like, so we're gonna make this connection with like how 
do we in these last five minutes? How do we live in union with the Holy Spirit throughout the day, Rob? What do you think? Well, I mean, I would just say, like we were saying, if we're made from relationship for relationship, um, the unifying relationship between the Father and the Son is the Spirit. And so insofar as we are living in the Spirit, we experience meaningful relationship. And even like when I'm in relationship with a good friend, how can I discern or recognize of a relationship as rich and, and of God and of the Spirit is those fruits of the Spirit. So, you know, a good relationship would be something that fills you with joy, patience, helps you grow in all these, these fruits of the Spirit. You'll be able to recognize and know, oh, wow, this is of God. It is a good relationship ordered towards a good beyond just my own needs being met. Because anything that the Spirit is about, it's a, he'll unify and bring closer to God, but then also will bring out of you Christ-like characteristics. You'll become, you'll live the very divine life and become like Christ. So, I mean, good friendships led by the Spirit would exhibit those fruits and then would form you into the likeness and image of Christ. So that would be, be a good Christian friendship. Robert Williams blowing minds here. Wow. Okay, that that's exactly what we want. This is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, y'all's friendship. This oh, is the thanks. life of the Holy Spirit. Because what, what did they start off by saying? The sacrament of confirmation with the giving of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit, the, being, the Holy Spirit being called down upon them brought them together. So that's the Holy Spirit animating in your lives. Wow. Fabulous. Okay, fabulous. Uh, well, uh, girls, thanks for being here. Robert Williams, uh, Seminary of the Diocese of Tulsa. We'll hear more about him on the Thank next show. Thank you. Oh, wow. Girls, <laughs> we love you. We're so glad you're here. Uh, remember to show up to Mass this Sunday and every Sunday here in Stillwater or on whatever planet you're living. Remember at St. John Catholic Students that our mission is to build saints here in uh, the city of Stillwater and around the world. And uh, pray for Father Brian O'Brien. Peace. Peace.